Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. We're continuing our conversations with Finnovate Falls Best of Show winners. And joining me today, we have Neepa Patel, founder and CEO of Themis. Neepa, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. Well, first things first, congratulations on taking home a trophy back in September. Um, For people who haven't had a chance to see your demo video, can you start with just a quick introduction of what Themis is all about? Yeah, sure. So Themis is a collaboration tech platform. So think of something like Airtable or Jira or Monday, but we are specifically created for governance, risk, and compliance workflows. So everything in our tool are di- every everything in our tool is a different module, and our modules represent uh, different workflows that your company is already doing, but you're probably doing it in the most inefficient way possible. So that's kind of what we did. We brought all these tools that you're using, like you're using Jira for something, you're using spreadsheets email approvals, We're, we put all of that information into one holistic view so that you get a better sense of what's going on with compliance in your company. Yeah, no, it really is something you have to see to really understand how it works. So I'd encourage anybody to take a look at the seven minutes that you delivered up there on stage. But I want to start by recognizing that you did something that's actually really hard. You made our audience get excited about compliance and risk management. Uh, This is an area, obviously, a lot of people in banking and fintech would prefer probably never to think about, but it's something that's absolutely vital for long-term success. I'm just curious about yourself. Can you tell me about how you kind of got involved in this space in the first place? Yeah. So how I got involved in compliance. So you don't go to college and tell like, and you don't dream of being a compliance officer. I don't think anybody does. But uh, I went to school at Georgia Tech. And then when I graduated, I just wanted to live in New York City. I wanted to go and work at a bank, uh, banking, uh, trade either as a trader or a banker. And one of my professors said, oh, why don't you join the OCC? I had no idea what the OCC was. Like, I've never even heard of the OCC. (laughs) And it ended up, I joined the OCC uh, more as just to figure out what to do next, but they are bank regulators. So they regulate national banks, such as like Citibank, Bank of America. They are the prime regulators for that. And so I took that opportunity to get exposure on how does a bank work? Like, what does a bank even do? Um, And they're just a different department. So that's kind of how I started, um, which I'll talk about in a minute. But um, more importantly, how do I get people excited? I think I get people, I mean, it's not an exciting topic, but this is what I'm trying to change. Compliance has been this like black box that no one knows about what's going on. And they're just like, just be quiet. We got to do it. Uh, check the box. And that's what I'm trying to change. I realized in my career in compliance, all the analytics and data that we're getting, if you really know how to read this data, you could actually help with top line revenue, help with strategy. Um, And so that's kind of why I created it. I was like, I think there's this this whole untapped area in compliance that no one's looking at. And I want to get CEOs excited to tell them like, hey, if you do this right, A, you don't have to worry about regulators, fines, uh, your reputation will help be uh, will be much stronger, but also that hey, this data that we're collecting it will help you with do you should you expand into a new country or should you build a new product? Uh, so statistics like that. 
Yeah, and I think that's a really crucial piece because a lot of people that I talk to, you know, I get the sense that, um, you know, they only kind of hear from their compliance teams when something goes wrong somewhere. It's the sort of, you know, mm-hmm. you, if you hear a knock on your door as a CEO and there's a compliance officer standing there to talk to you, you know, that's probably probably not going to be great news, right? Um, but I think one of the things that I really took away from your demo is this idea that, you know, this can go from something which is a potential pain point to something that's actually a strategic advantage. Um, can you talk a little bit more about you know where that kind of advantage, I know you just sort of touched on a little bit, but let's go in depth a little yeah. bit into how uh, you're able to turn kind of this compliance management area into something that's actually a, a place where you can play offense instead of just defense. Yeah, so one of the things that helped when we created the company is and comply like the way, the way we design the tool is has been probably the best part of it because every time you think of compliance tools, you just think of something that just looks really old. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. what we did is it looks cool. Like it's something you want to open every day and it's fun to use. So that was actually half the hurdle. Like, hey, let's create something fun to use. Um, but the other part about compliance is like, yeah, no one, everyone has to do it, but no one wants to think about it and no one likes it. Um, so what we did with Themis is we created more of a collaboration component to it. Um, and I looked at my job. I'm like, why is compliance so hard? And every time that we cited issues at banks when I was a regulator, the response would be, oh, let, we're hiring 30 more people in compliance. It was always throwing bodies at the problem. And then we would always say, okay. And then we would come back a year later and they still have the same problems. So that's where I sat back. I was like, all right, what is really wrong with compliance? Why is it so hard? Why can't anyone do it? And that's where I realized there is no way that anyone will be good at compliance if you start building your compliance framework when you're already too big. It is something that if you start from the beginning and you do when you're like a series A company, if you want to be someone, if you want to be a company that wants to make it big, if you do little things from the beginning and then you build a scalable process, It's just going to be much more helpful for a resource. You won't have to have a big compliance department. No one wants a big compliance department, but you will have one if you don't start early. Um, So that just building little things from the uh, beginning, having that framework. um, And then when you have new products launching, when you go into new markets, you'll be able to scale much quicker where you don't need to think about compliance. Compliance will be something you just do naturally and not something that you have to worry about. Hire consultants, hire a legal team. So at the end of the day, it's just more cost effective just to do little things from the beginning. And that's why we built Themis, where we have companies that are a seed stage company using Themis. They're using it for a plug and play compliance department. And then we have a $28 billion bank using Themis to manage their fintech relationships. So we created something that doesn't matter how what your asset size is, but it scales with your company. You know, you just touched on something that I want to follow up on, um, the kind of partnership side of it. That's something you highlighted in your demo as well, um, the idea yeah. that Themis kind of eases the process of a bank partnering with outside fintechs. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's something which people probably wouldn't necessarily guess on their own. Yeah, so this is kind of, for me, and it's probably not great for the fintech, but it's when the CEO and COO really understand understand how like crappy compliance tools are. <laughs> the biggest feedback I get from the fintechs are like, oh my God, our bank partner is making us upload this on Dropbox. We get a bunch of emails. We have to do this. Like it's so manual. And that's where once they're experiencing it, they're like, okay, you have an automated tool. Like, can you please make our bank use it? So luckily the banks are also, which is really nice of the banks, the fast banks that are uh, using Themis, 
they do care about the experience for the fintech. They use that as a marketing tool, right? Like, hey, fintech, mm-hmm. use, uh, join us because we're not going to, we're going to give you tools to like make your job better too. So the banks are using Themis. They invite fintechs to the platform um, and the fintechs upload documentation. They could collaborate. They can communicate all through the Themis tool. Um, and it's great for us because we get exposure to the fintechs and we provide the fintechs a separate workspace where they can just build their own internal compliance department, which is also important because I think what people fintechs don't realize is that they care so much about let's uh, do whatever the bank is saying, but they also should be creating their own internal compliance department because at some point you might not be using that bank or you might have multiple banking partners or you might be a bank yourself. And that's the thing I'm telling fintechs. I'm like, think bigger. Like, don't yeah. just think you are like someone working with a bank. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. So own your own compliance too. Yeah, and I think that's a really crucial one. When you combine that with the piece you were talking about just a moment ago about starting early, right? I think no matter what side of the equation you're on, um, getting out in front of it obviously makes it so much easier to carry on. So I think there's a couple of really good takeaways for anybody who's in this kind of early stage, uh, any of our listeners who are in this sort of early stage fintech position. Um, obviously, this is something which you want to be spending a lot of time thinking about. Um, and, and I think the other piece too is just, you know, here's where, like you were talking about, this kind of collaborative tool piece comes in, this idea that you know, information needs to be shared across different parties um, in order, you know, obviously compliance is um, the, the primary goal here. But the other kind of benefit that you were talking about before we actually push record here was the idea that this information can actually be really useful in a lot of other areas as well. And, and this kind of gets to the heart of a challenge a lot of banks are struggling with right now, which is we don't necessarily know what all we know, right? Banks have so much data from so many different sources that it can be a real challenge for them to figure out how to make sense of that data, how to point it towards something which is going to, again, guide their strategy going forward. Can you talk a little bit about that last piece about, you know, kind of the information that you're able to collect um, in as part of the compliance process that can then be turned towards other strategic areas? Yeah, sure. So this is actually my learning from when I was a regulator. So I was a regulator, OCC regulator. I worked at Morgan Stanley and Deutsche Bank as a compliance officer, and I was a fintech compliance officer. So I have seen the pain points from all three angles. Uh, so when it comes to banks uh, and fintechs, like you're using a bunch of tools that don't speak to each other. You're using Jira, Airtable, Monday, emails, just all these things that don't speak to each other. But if you actually put, have all the data in one source, you'll collect information that will help you make better decisions. So when I was a regular, this is one thing that we would go into these banks. And when you're regulating a, a trillion dollar bank, it's like, how do you find the issues? So what you do is, all right, what are the complaints that the company has? What are the issues that the company has? What are the audit reports saying? And you try to feed all this information into one place and it'll tell you a better picture. Like if they have a complaint on this, an audit issue on here, a compliance testing uh, issue here, they probably have, like, they probably need to change something there. So with this tool, those are the metrics and the information that will come out of it. Like, all right, these are different parts of your company. Um, where are the pain points? What are the issues going wrong? And it's almost impossible to find this out when there's different departments and different people that are doing it on their spreadsheet or their internal tool. So it only makes sense when everyone does it in one tool. Um, the tool is not only for compliance officers, it's for marketing, it's for executives, it's for operational staff. Um, it is for everybody that ha- makes decisions at the company. Yeah. And I think it's important at this point to kind of bring in the comparison of what 
uh, a lot of banks and fintechs are doing right now in the compliance space just to highlight how different this approach is. Because, you know, I think in many cases, it's still Excel based. It's still something which lives in, you know, one file on one computer. Um, I know this is something which which you've encountered before. Um, can you talk about sort of the, the status quo? Because I think that's really important for people who don't live in the compliance space to understand kind of what, what Themis is competing against to some extent. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Um, I think my biggest competition is probably like a 15-person compliance department doing this on Excel. Like, there's yeah. no one that like, created this tool the way that we created it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's probably the biggest competition I have. It's just a bunch of people that are using Excel. Um, and one of the things that I've realized after having six or seven compliance positions is every time I left a job... I would always get a phone call like, hey, where's all your stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. Go find it on the desktop. <laughs> like, yeah. we're, like, there's just no place for us to put all the information. And, and that's what I kind of want to get that message to CEOs. Like, yeah, you don't care. You don't want your compliance team to use any of your budget, but why? Like, you are the CEO of a tech company. Why do you want one of your departments to be running on spreadsheets? Like, it just doesn't make sense. So as a CEO of a company, you should want everything to be in a system so that it preserves institutional knowledge. And in case your compliance officer does leave one day, then you have that knowledge where somebody else can pick it up. Right now, what's happening is there's so much turnover in compliance. And every time someone starts, they are starting over with their own new controls, their new processes. But that's what's wasting time. It's people building controls that easily could be used in a system that really just helped you push forward six months. Well, and it's such a ludicrous potential, you know, single point of failure, right? When you when you think about it from that standpoint, let's say, you know, I mean, accidents happen. A laptop can get water spilled on it or things like this, right? There's all sorts of, you know, a person can leave the organization. Um, a file can be accidentally yeah. deleted or things like this. And, and you think about how vital compliance is in this space and how much you could potentially lose by a simple little mistake like that. It's, it's kind of shocking when you think that there are companies and many companies out there who, you know, this is how it's still done even today when, when you know, there are tools like this out there. So, um, you know, I think that's, that's a really important piece. And again, you can start to see why this is a solution that resonated so strongly from the Finnovate stage. I think you do a good job of, of making the case that the, the status quo is unsustainable. What has the, the kind of bank response been like since your time up there on the Finnovate stage? Oh, it's been awesome <laughs> to be. Yeah. I mean, I think the way that we present at the Finnovate stage is exactly the pain point everyone's feeling. I mean, it. this is why I created the company. I, I'm not someone that ever thought about being an entrepreneur. <laughs> it was more like, hey, I have had this pain point forever. And I know everyone else has this pain point and somebody from the industry had to create it. Like people outside of the industry would never understand it. And so I think during the demo, a lot of people were like, oh my God, that's exactly our problem. Everything is on spreadsheets, on our desktop. And to a technical CEO, it probably is like, wait, what do you mean it's on a desktop? Like you don't put every back up everything in a cloud. No, everything we put on our desktop and in folders. <laughs> That's yeah. just how our industries work. That's what compliance people do. I know we should back up everything on cloud, but it just doesn't happen that way. Um, so it was, we got really positive um, reactions from the audience, especially banks. We actually onboarded a bank after the demo. Wow. Um, it was a bank in the Midwest. Yeah, it was actually really cool. And they were like, we have the same pain points. And I was like, wait, I don't, when am I ever going to see you again? Like you're in the Midwest. 
We probably don't go to the same conferences. I was like, hey, why don't we just onboard you right now at the conference? I sat with them, taught them the tool, and now they are using the tool. (laughs) So it's pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's when you find a pain point that a lot of people have experiences, it's just the best feeling. And it's just knowing that you're making someone's like job a lot better and making them happier in the role they are. Yeah. Well, and especially coming from your background where you kind of have a really acute knowledge of what those painful situations can look like. I think it it probably makes it even sweeter. I think for me, you know, the big takeaway that I'm kind of taking away from this is that as an industry, we can expect more maybe from our compliance departments than we've been able to get out of them in the past, that there's a lot of benefits that could potentially come from a well-run compliance department. It doesn't need to be something which is just I have it set up and I hope I never hear from them again, that there's actually more that they can do for an overarching organization, which I think is, is really positive. It's something which, um, you know, people haven't, you know, I haven't heard a lot of that uh, in my time in financial technology. So it's nice to see, you know, you working on this uh, last question for you. What do you think is kind of the end game here? I mean, how far can you take this? Obviously there's still a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of companies who would benefit by engaging with what you have right now, but uh, what, what are your plans uh, for Themis in the future as you continue to kind of push forward in this area? Yeah, great question. Um, I have a very strong vision. (laughs) It's basically, I have a three-part vision, but for now, what we're doing is for fintechs, we are a plug and play compliance department. All Mm -hmm. of the basic fundamentals you need in compliance is in the tool. So you don't need to hire someone with my background who's been a regulator, compliance officer at banks and a fintech to run this. Like You could have anybody run it because a lot of the experience and knowledge I have is already in the tool. So it's easy to run. Um, For banks, it's a no-brainer if they're partnering with fintechs to use it. I mean, there's no tool I've seen that could even is as powerful with the powerful collaboration than what we built in Themis. Uh, But I want to start also helping kind of create the standards for regulations for this market. I think regulators are now coming to the table like, hey, what should we do? Where's the risk? What is the first line? What is the what is the fintech's responsibility versus the banks? And so I think Themis will help kind of crystallize those standards on like where where does the controls for fintechs sit and where do the controls for the banks sit? Um, and what does a bank need to oversee and things like that? So I'm already having conversations with regulators right now on kind of what should happen because it's not sustainable. The model right now where banks are overseeing fintechs, they they barely can do like internal compliance like properly. Yeah. Like how are you going to now tell a bank to oversee 10 more companies? <laughs> like it's just not a sustainable process. So that's kind of what we're doing. We're talking to regulators right now. Um, and at some point we want to take where I'm also pushing regulators to build APIs. So data from Themis can actually be pushed to regulators. Uh, so we actually do this for one of our customers. We have uh, one of our fintechs, they put all their complaints in it and the complaints get pushed directly to FINRA. So we do have wow. a regulatory push um, coming in. the uh, like our, Well, we already started it, but it'll be taking data, giving people real-time reporting and information so that everyone is comfortable with what's going on with fintech, what's going on with banks, how are they collaborating? Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's all very ambitious. And I think you, you again started with this really crucial piece, which is making people care, right? Making people kind of pay attention to an area that they've been happy to ignore for a while. So, and there's a lot more yeah. that we could unpack here, but I'm afraid we're out of time for today. Um, congratulations again on your best of show win at Finnovate Fall. And again, anybody listening, I would encourage you to check out their demo video. You can find it at finnovate.com. You can also find it on Finnovate's YouTube channel. Uh, again, I've been chatting with Nipa Patel of Themis. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat. 
Yeah. Thanks, everyone. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.